0: Welcome to RiskWise, a show about money for Muslims, where you'll learn how to make smarter financial decisions without selling your soul. For the full experience, join us at no cost at RiskWise.com. Assalamu alaikum, Risk Nation. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ask RiskWise. I am your host, Ahmed Munawar, joined by my co-host,
1: Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.
0: Hey, 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 hold on. No. slow down. You know the drill by now. Don't act surprised. <sighs> defender of common sense. <laughs> Mr. Risk himself.
1: Oh, geez. <laughs> There's like some religious implications in saying that. Bro. I don't know I'm if you can say kidding. that.
0: That's, that's not good. No, really? What are the implications of that? It's just a joke.
1: Fair enough. Assalamualaikum. Mm. Sayyidati. There he great, is. Yes. Great to be here. Thank you for joining us again. We got a great question to talk about today.
0: We get a lot of questions about credit card debt. no surprise yeah. uh, shouldn't shouldn't come as a surprise to you and it wasn't to us that so there are a lot of Muslims unfortunately who struggle with credit card debt
1: because Muslims are people too
0: yeah it's it's something that we, you know we all know and we're not going we're not going to get holy on you because we all know that credit card debt is something that should be avoided paying interest should be avoided at all costs um, and it's really it's really a destructive um Situation to be in, and if you're in that situation, you're going to want to try to remove yourself from it as fast as possible. And I think people know that because a lot of the questions that we get are things like, "I have credit card debt. How can I get rid of it as fast as possible?" Mm -hmm. So I think people know that 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 this is this should be the highest priority. But obviously, in practice, it becomes very difficult to actually, uh, you know, pay down that debt as fast as possible. Absolutely. So we wanted to spend a few minutes today, just you know, giving you some tips on how to approach credit card debt reduction. Absolutely. So I thought, say, it would be helpful to just talk a little bit about the nature of credit cards before we get into it.
1: Yeah. Why do these things exist in our wallets in the first place? That make it so easy to buy stuff. How'd so that come about?
0: It's interesting. I didn't know this, and I was, as I mentioned to you earlier, I was on Wikipedia late last night, <laughs> looking up. <laughs> The, <laughs> the, the source of, of all
1: credible knowledge. Yeah,
0: this is where all of our episodes come from, Wikipedia. If you want to just skip <laughs> risk-wise, just go to Wikipedia and, and it's all there. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. It's not, of course. But, you know, I, I I thought that that credit cards were a an invention of the financial services in- industry.
1: Yeah, the banks. That's yeah, just that's what right.
0: I assumed, right? Because, well, it would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Um, mm-hmm. They're making money off of transaction fees. Every time you swipe your credit card at any vendor, they're paying, what, 2.5%? Oh geez, it's
1: it's wildly variant. So it could be anywhere between two to six percent of the amount that you're paying goes to the credit card processor and not to the person that you're buying it from.
0: Yeah, which is why when, when you try to pay with uh, with credit card at like a convenience store, they'll always say to you, even though it's I think it's illegal, they'll say, "Oh, it's got like a minimum ten dollar purchase," because otherwise it's just not worth it to them to have you pay by credit for a small amount.
1: Exactly, they lose all their profit to the to the processor.
0: And on top of that. Obviously most people that have credit cards by design are carrying balance month after month. Right. And then they're paying 18, 19, 20, 30% in some cases in interest yeah. on those balances and and the credit card companies are making a pretty decent chunk of change there. Exactly. If, if the prime interest rate is somewhere around, you know, 2 or 3%, 4% whatever it may be at any given point in time and they're charging you 18 you know that's a pretty good return on investment. Forget the markets, <laughs> forget yeah. forget stocks, right? That's a pretty good way to make money if you're a if you're a bank or a financial services company.
1: Yeah, so they started it then.
0: Well, that's what I was, That's what I thought. Apparently, the origins of credit cards go back to the 1800s. Oh,
1: really?
0: Where retailers, uh, the equivalent of like you know your your major department stores today, invented this idea of a charge coin where basically it was like, it's a coin with a little hole in the middle and you could like, you know, you could wrap it around your keychain. Yeah, do they have keychains? They must have had keychains, right? Yeah, yeah. You you put it on your keychain and it it had a number on it and that number was effectively your credit card number. But it was specific to a particular merchant or a particular vendor or a particular department store. And when you went to that store, if you didn't have cash on you, or you know, let's say you wanted to buy a two hundred dollar purse, but you only had fifty dollars on you, then of course the store doesn't want you to have to go home and get the extra cash and then come back because, well, there's a risk you might not come back.
1: Right. They want to steal that purchase right now, so it's kind of like a tab.
0: It's exactly it's- like a tab. That's exactly what it was. And then right. you would pay that on, you know, some schedule, monthly, quarterly, whatever it may be. You'd pay down that tab. Um, okay. So that that's. That's the origins of of credit cards. That's why it was invented so that retailers could get you to spend more money in their stores without consideration for how much cash is actually in your pocket, and without consideration for how much money you actually have
1: out there in the world, in a bank or in your house.
0: From there, it evolved, and then I think it wasn't until it wasn't until the nineteen fifties that we had the first um, you know kind of mainstream consumer credit card that was. Uh, that was usable at multiple merchants, right? And that was the Diners Club uh, came out with the first one in the 1950s, and then American Express followed suit, and then um, MasterCard, formerly called Master Charge, um, came out. You know, I think ten or ten or twenty years later, and now of course everybody has at least one. In some cases, five or six credit cards in their wallet. <laughs> um, take your pick: Visa, Amex, MasterCard, Discover, Diners Club. Still, still around, I think. Really. Um, yeah, so now they're they're ubiquitous.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what you're telling me here is that this the credit card charge card charge coin was not created to make transactions safer. It was created to allow you to spend more right away.
0: Yeah, and I think if we reflect on our our purchasing habits, just just think think to yourself that when you're at a store and you have the choice of pulling out a, a piece of plastic, a credit card, or taking out actual cash and paying with that cash. Which option makes you feel like you're spending money more?
1: Yeah, that makes you like, oh man, I'm actually spending money for this stuff on the conveyor belt. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's there by design. That's why they exist. That's why they were created to get you to spend more without feeling like you're spending more.
1: Exactly. So let's internalize that for a second. Whatever benefit you think you're getting from your credit card, be it points, convenience, security, zero liability, whatever benefit you believe you're getting from a credit card, recognize that their number one reason for existence in the first place has nothing to do with those things. It has everything to do with encouraging your spending. The more you spend, the more you get into debt, the the more it helps the retailer. The more it helps the bank and the transaction facilitator. Well, why we, do you
0: why do you think they give you points? I, <laughs> think, I think we've talked about this in the past, right? Yeah. It's not it's not their generosity. <laughs>
1: it's not like oh they just man, want to be look nice at you. You're <laughs> you a big spender. You know what? You you must have a tough life. You need you need a flight to Miami. You really do. It is. Well, I do. That's true.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's a very deliberate scheme to get you to not only. It's see, it's not as simple as it sounds. It's not it's not just a matter of, oh, if we give them points, then they'll um, then 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 they'll be incentivized to use their card more. It is that. But beyond that, it's also a tool that they use to get you to rationalize your spending. So you don't feel bad about it
1: afterwards because you're getting points. Exactly. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want some kind of external, exterior, additional bonus for doing something that you know, they may or may not have already wanted to do in the first place? You know, do, should we get into some of that stuff, the studies and all that stuff? Um,
0: I think you found a, a useful one that, that compared c- people who spend on credit cards versus people that spend with cash.
1: Exactly. So, uh, we'll post the link in the show notes, uh, check that out. It's uh, from 2000, done at MIT, looking at um, people, yeah, exactly, who spend with credit cards and spend with don't, Who sorry, who spend with credit cards and, and those who don't. And the studies found that people who used credit cards to do their spending all spent more money when they had a credit card or when they were using their credit card. And you might think that it's okay, well, you know, if people are, you know, poor and they don't have that much money, um, you know, if they give them a credit card, of course, they'll use it and they'll spend it. But what this study found was it's not just, and they call it a liquidity constraint, it's not just that the people who are using credit cards were using them because they didn't have money at home. That's not true because they did this across socioeconomic, socioeconomic uh, stratas. And if you had money or didn't have money, people still spent more using a credit card. So it was the credit card itself that that encouraged spending, not really anything else. And, you know, you can theorize as to why, as we've done, but I think it's very easy to understand that when you use a credit card, it doesn't feel like you've lost money yet. Money doesn't feel like it's come out of your, you know, ownership. It's easy to just pull it out, swipe it, tap it, you know, whatever the, the new, you know, do the hokey pokey with your credit card, and you get to walk away with some stuff.
0: Yeah, that study should really make everybody stop and think. Even if you're not in credit card debt, I know for me personally, when I heard that, when I heard him cite that study, that that makes you think: Is there really a difference between what my spending would be if I was using credit cards versus not using credit cards? I mean, that while well, the the evidence shows that there would be, I'm now interested in testing this in my own spending to see if that rings true. And and I think everyone should at least experiment with with um, eliminating credit cards from their lives for a short period of time, right. and just see see what the difference is. See if your spending goes down, see if you feel different, see if you feel more um, hesitation um, the next time you want to make a, a purchase. Exactly. Now, let's get we haven't actually answered the question yet, or even started to.
1: How do we get out of credit card debt?
0: Let's get the really uncomfortable advice out of the way first, if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's on you. Okay. It always it's always on me. I, I'm always the bad guy, but that's yes. fine. I, I've, I played that role in the past. <laughs> if you are in credit card debt and it's a problem, well, if you're in credit card debt, it is a problem.
1: Okay, so let's define that. Meaning that you have uh, credit, you have debt on your credit card that you're not paying off this month. And I kind of don't care if it's 200 bucks or $20,000. If you have money on your credit card and you're paying umpteen amount of interest on it, and it's any dollar, any dollar finger, you have credit card debt and you know you need to take this seriously now. And if you only have like a hundred dollars in credit card debt that you're not paying off this month, great. But don't rest on your laurels. Nip that habit in the bud because anybody who has twenty, thirty thousand dollars in credit card debt today, started with a hundred bucks in credit card debt.
0: I would take it a step further than that. I think if you have ever or if you consistently struggle to pay off your credit card, even if you pay it off in full. I think you still have a credit card problem. Mm. If when you open up that statement, it's a surprise, <laughs> then you have a credit card problem. Because as, is there, soon, as, as soon as there's is, a gap between expectations and reality, you have a problem.
1: Is is that is that not true for literally everybody on the planet?
0: Probably, yeah.
1: It probably okay. is. Fair enough.
0: And so you, you know, you if if it. You be the judge of how how, of how bad the problem is. If you're carrying a balance month to month, it's a no-brainer. You have a problem, right? Yeah, if you're not but, carrying a balance, then you decide how much of an issue this is for you. But right. if we agree it's a problem, then the only logical step to take... Sorry, the, not the only. The first logical step to take is obvious. Do I, need, do I really need to say it? Do I need to verbalize what's so blatantly obvious to anybody with half a brain?
1: Yeah, if it was so obvious, everybody would do it, but it's painful to do. So say it.
0: Cut up the cards and throw them in the garbage.
1: Right. That might sound incredibly painful to you. And if it does, good. You have some feeling left in your brain when it comes to debt and spending. And maybe this is the aha moment that there is a problem. And if m- cutting up those credit cards makes you feel completely miserable, then you this might be a sign that there is a problem that exists. And and why such an extreme stance, Ahmed? Why cut them up? Because
0: spending and credit cards for a lot of people, unfortunately, are a bonafide addiction.
1: Yeah, it's an addiction. And I don't you mean can...
0: that in a judgmental way. I mean it's it's actually a real addiction, and it's a real problem. Right. And if you're relying on willpower. I think we've gone off on willpower quite a bit in the past.
1: And we'll Um, do more in the future.
0: Yeah. Go back and check out, um, what's it called? I always forget our episode titles.
1: We'll leave it in the show notes. Yeah, something, to... about,
0: something about habits. <laughs>
1: Everything goes in the show notes. It's
0: one of the earlier episodes um, where we really, we really explain why willpower is insufficient in changing your financial habits, or any habit for that matter, because willpower is ultimately a finite resource. So if you're relying on willpower to stop you from pulling up that credit card, and you're carrying it around with you every day in your wallet knowing that you have a problem, and forcing yourself every time you make a purchase to not use the credit card and to use the debit card or the cash instead, yeah, you're and going like, to fail. It's it's just a matter of time.
1: Because you open up your wallet, the credit cards are right there. You got to you know dig in the back to grab the cash. And they're always shinier and like <laughs> they always look better. <laughs> they're gold, silver, <laughs> platinum. You know, you, you know, like pulling up that
0: gold card. It makes you feel like a high roller, right? Well, I
1: I could go off on that right now, but yeah. I'm not going to.
0: So anyhow, it, it, cutting them up is it's to me the obvious first step i'm I'm open to alternative suggestions. you You had mentioned something about a sock drawer. I'm not too crazy about the sock drawer. i don't I don't really understand how that's going to work.
1: Yeah, and there's um, Gail vaz does uh, Till Debt Do Us Part," a TV show, um, and has wrote and written quite a few books on getting out of debt. And um, her first recommendation is exactly what you just said. And on the show, many times she'll ask people for their credit card. She'll pull out a pair of scissors, and she won't cut them up. She wants them to cut them up because they she wants them to feel that you know visceral emotion of cutting up their own credit card and like that that admission that they have a problem, which is important. It is very important to admit that there is a problem first. If you don't admit there is a problem, then a solution will never come to you. Um, but some people really, really have a hard time actually cutting it up for, you know, maybe good reasons, maybe not so good reasons why they need a you know a piece of plastic for some kinds of payments. So then, you know, as an alternative, she says, all right, well, you put it in an envelope, you seal that envelope, like like lick it, seal it, and you put it in your, your sock drawer, the bottom of your sock drawer. Somewhere or, you know, behind, you know, the pantry behind like, you know, those cans of food that have been there for 30 years, like somewhere that's completely inaccessible, something that in order for you to use your credit card, you have to like reach into the back of something and grab it. And then you have to break open the seal of the envelope because that's like this admission that I need this credit card now.
0: Well, I'll, I'll do you one better than that. I, I think that if, if cutting them up is, is a problem, first of all, I don't buy it.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> if it's like if it's really a problem, if, if for some reason you really can't cut up your credit cards, I think you're kidding yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have debit uh, debit cards, and I mean, between debit cards and cash, and I, and I a lot of banks now are using debit as credit, where and, you... and prepaid credit. Is oh yeah, that's very true.
0: easy to get. I, I mean, all you have to do is you you can pay a thousand dollars and get a mastercard with a thousand dollar balance so I can yeah. hear I can hear your excuses right now that oh when I go and I pay for parking or if I'm buying something on Amazon or online or I have prepaid um, payments that go off my credit card yeah prepaid credit cards are great you pay up front and then when the money runs out you can't use it anymore perfect right so anyhow yeah. I mean if, if you really still can't cut them up then I would say the next best thing would be to Sorry, give
1: cut- can I interject one really, really quickly? The pre credit cards, I want to discern. There's ones that you get from the bank that have very, very low fees, like maybe one annual fee per year, and that's it. And then there are other ones that you get from the corner store, from the grocery store that have enormous fees. Do your research on the fees on these pre-pred, pre-pred credit cards. There's a very big difference. The ones that you get from the credit, from the grocery store, like it is ridiculous how much you lose in fees. Don't get those ones. Oh, right? I didn't even
0: know you could get them at the grocery store. That's Yeah, it's kind
1: of like an alternative to a gift card is what they're meant to be. But then the fee that you have to pay is like, let's say you buy $50 and it's like $57 to buy it. So that means you paid 7% or you paid 14% of fees to just own that So they're going
0: to get you either way.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. no. But there are prepaid credit cards that are at financial institutions for the express purpose of just having an alternative to credit credit, uh, like actual credit. And it's reloadable, almost no fee. Like there's stuff that just has a very low annual fee. That's it no transaction fees, nothing like that. So, just be, be careful. Prepaid credit cards are great. I only use a prepaid credit card for online purchases for security reasons, but I make sure that the ones that I use only have you know, a very, very small fee.
0: Well, aren't you a saint, Saeed?
1: Yeah, just to explain that a little bit better. Sorry, I cut you off. Where are you going with that?
0: No, not at all. Let, let's wrap up with this point, actually. I was just going to say that if you really can't cut up your credit cards, I think a better solution than the envelope in the sock drawer or whatever that was about, <laughs> I, think, I think a better solution would be to give your credit card to somebody that you trust and to tell them that, look, I'm, I'm trying to stop using my credit card. Uh, I don't have the guts to get to cut it up. And be honest with yourself, that's what it is. You don't have the guts to cut it up. Yeah. Um, but I want you to keep it so that I don't use it. And yeah. I don't want you to give it to me.
1: And yeah, and that works well, especially if one spouse spends more than the other, um, don't take the, the credit card away from your spouse <laughs> who spends a lot. Um, really have, the, have that discussion about them giving it up. The act of giving it up, the act of admission that there is a problem by the spender is huge. That's, a, that's an integral part of the process. And we've kept talking about this today. You know, how do you recognize that you have a problem? How do you admit that you have a problem? And this is not, and we're really honestly not trying to be judgmental here. I'm, we're not trying to make anybody feel bad. It is a legit issue that we've received many questions about. And I see it day to day in practice with Muslims and non-Muslims. So if you have it, you know, feeling guilty and feeling bad about it is only going to get you so far. We need to take action. First, first step is admitting there's a problem.
0: Yeah, and personally, I think this affects everybody, whether you have credit card debt or not, like we were talking about earlier i I think most people have that have that that moment of surprise when they open up their credit card statement and yeah. I, think that, I think that's a problem, no matter what
1: absolutely absolutely excellent so, think so, I,
0: so I think what we've what we've done is we've scratched the surface here, and we could probably go off on credit cards all day um, oh many episodes so I think we should having. stop here and but in in a in a coming episode, we should dedicate some more time to this and really really dive deeper into how to pay off your credit card faster and give people some really practical tips on on, on how to navigate that.
1: I got some ideas already. Let's do it.
0: Awesome. Jazakumullah khair to everyone for listening, and um, we hope you'll tune in again.
1: InshaAllah. I always away. forget to
0: make the announcements. Let's just make oh, a couple yes. of announcements. riskwise.com if you're not on our email list, uh, you can get on your e- on, our, on our email list there and you'll be the first to know whenever new episodes are released. You and you, also...
1: you'll get these great emails from Ahmed who is a oh, spectacular God. writer and I you mean, really need to get I feel season. like
0: I feel like the quality of the emails has gone down like dramatically since you first said that you you completely (laughs) jinxed the whole thing (laughs) the
1: madden curse sorry
0: so please do sign up at riskwise.com if you're listening on itunes we would really appreciate a review and a rating Uh, it can be an honest review and rating if you don't like it you can tell us you don't like it but either way we do want (laughs) to know uh you know how how you feel about this whether you've been enjoying it and emails are always welcome if you have a question and you'd like us to answer it on the air we will of course protect your identity Um, feel free to shoot it over at uh, team at riskwise.com or go to riskwise.com forward slash ask and you can ask your question there.
1: Oh, that's new. Good stuff. Yep. Okay. That's a wrap.
0: Thank you so much. Assalamu alaikum.
1: Assalamu alaikum.